What's up, party people, and welcome to another episode of the Runner Under the Influence podcast. Once again, I am your host, Franklin Presbot, a.k.a. Frank the Running Tank, and this is episode 52 of the podcast. So strap those shoes on, let's get ready to hit the road and start listening, because this episode starts right now. So for those of you not following along on Instagram, I'll give you a little recap of what's currently going on in my, since I started this whole training uh 15-week build-up to the uh, southernmost marathon in Key West on October 12th to try to get that sub-three-hour marathon. Uh, I've been dealing a lot of with uh, nutrition and stomach problems and uh, staying hydrated and with this uh, heat that's been crazy, 90s, humid. Uh, um, it's just been tough. It's been a tough one lately, and I've been really struggling. And on uh, Wednesday... Uh, I pretty much, pretty much, pretty much went to the track to do a speed workout. I basically had to do a fartlek workout, basically three minutes on, two minutes off. And in that, while I was at the track, um, I had to do it eight times. And around the fifth time, I am talking, this hasn't, this has never happened to me personally. Besides, actually, I, I, um, that's not true. It happened to me, uh, the Miami half marathon that I did this past January. But, um, this, it, basically I threw up and I got super lightheaded and I basically had to cut my workout short, um, just to be on the safe side. And I, I, I just wasn't feeling right. I was completely, I felt depleted since I basically threw up everything I had taken in. And, um, yeah, so I've been dealing with that. And as soon as that happened, I went home feeling defeated and, uh, I don't know moments like that are tough but instead of uh sulking or yeah or basically trying to instead of beating myself up for not getting that workout done i ended up diving for hours man i don't know hours on the internet and talking to as many people as i could and reaching out on instagram and 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 doing basically as much as i could to just get information um about nutrition and 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 trust me there and and there's a, a a huge a vast amount of information just on the internet alone on google but i felt like i should uh take some just some the reason why i reached out to a few people is because of the fact that i i felt like i should have i should just take the steps to maybe speak to someone who's a little more not that has a little more knowledge in that you know because i'm just going by what i think is okay and what i think is right i'm trying to eat at healthy as i possibly can or what i think in my sense is healthy like i do my best to read labels and stuff but i'm not really like macros wise and keeping track of like carbohydrate intake and 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 the whole science of it and actually like feeding my body uh, for being an endurance athlete i have to feed my body accordingly and i don't think i've been doing that properly at all i think i've just been skimming by the skin of my teeth literally for this <laughs> since i started running and i think it's about time i get serious if i'm really it, 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 basically if i'm serious to take this jump up to the bigger distances and try to knock off try to get those times that i'm i, I am um the, the mo- those overly ambitious goals that i'm trying to achieve so with that being said um this first part of the podcast is basically gonna I, i'm just gonna I feel, in a sense, since I did this dive and I feel like it has helped me out tremendously and I am going to be applying it on a weekly basis. Basically, not a weekly basis. I should correct myself on a daily basis. Every day, in and out, from here on forward. Um, 
I, this is basically how I'm going to feed myself properly. I'm going to take the proper nutrition. I am going to buy the supplements that I need. And I'm going to basically stop trying to cut corners as much as I preach. I'm doing that and doing everything. So like I have to do it better. Even though I'm doing it now, I just have to do it better. I have to do it properly because if I, I, I just think I owe it to myself. And once again, the reason why the first part of this podcast is going to be this is because I feel like if anybody is going through the same issues, if, if, if anybody may be um, dealing with these same problems when you're going out, when you're trying to progress in your running path in this journey that we're all going through, I feel like uh, maybe in, in telling you these steps that I took for myself, you might find it beneficial for you and then you can fine tune it to your weight and type of runner and type of body and, and or whatever it may be. You're, 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 you can put your specifics on it and maybe, maybe it'll just set you in the right direction. So then you can do whatever you need to do to, to tune that shit in and, and get started. So here we go. Um, nutrition, it's time to take it seriously. And just once again, do my part, do my part in this progression that I'm trying to achieve on a daily basis. Um, so did you know that the runner's stomach can empty about six to seven ounces of fluid every 15 minutes, which average, which of you, if you tally up the numbers is around 24 to 28 ounces of fluid per hour. Um, and it's, it's intense, dude. And then you have to, you know, that's why they, 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 they say fueling goes like hand in hand, especially like before, during and after, especially during, especially if you're running a marathon and all that. It's, it's the reason why we we train, um, especially on our long run days. And, and, we, and we, we, you know, we take the nutrition that we're going to attain. Everything is pre-planned. We buy in bulk and we have everything so that everything is the same on race day. But it gets difficult if you if you're just going by whatever feels right you're not staying consistent in that uh practice so um i think i think and 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 like even jumping into carbohydrates and jumping into carbohydrates and and being that that's the main fuel for me you know i enjoy my sugars and i enjoy my i've 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 tossed around especially when i first started running with just intermittent fasting and and just uh becoming more of a like a using fat as fuel type of runner and and for me it just didn't work out but i i like the carbohydrates and i think for me while i'm running um or during that practice um even in hard intense workouts i should always remember to take um some carbs with me whether it's fruit or or whatever goes down easier for me what i find that goes down very easy is spring energy which is just natural uh gels it's just it's not a gel i shouldn't say it's gel but comes in a gel packet and it kind of looks like a gel but it's not a gel it's just really natural food it's kind of like a baby food in a packet and it's delicious now it's about 100 calories uh per pouch and um very easy to go down especially when it's hot which is the best type of thing because it, it's it all, all in my opinion most gels taste very good when they are uh cold but once you're out there especially if you're running a marathon or or just on a long run for two three hours at a time hot some hot gels are disgusting and spring energy does a pretty good job at staying um um pretty flavorful even when it's in a at warmer temperatures so um kudos to them um but for me like i said so this i'm how i'm going to approach this is basically this these will be for my training runs and for race day more or less 
This is how I'm going to break down the nutrition that I'm going to start taking in and practicing in day in and day out. And then at the end of this, I'll go into um, just normal caloric intakes for an endurance athlete on an everyday basis and how I'm, and like how I'm going to base off the percentages of, of uh, um, uh, carbohydrates, fats, proteins, so on and so forth. So um, while running, about uh, anywhere from 30 to 60 grams. So if I'm, I, I figure if you're running four to five hours marathon time, then 30 grams, you're, you're, I think you're, you can be safe on the lower spectrum of that. But if you're trying to run a three hour and below, you're obviously, um, you have to, I, I don't think you have to, but maybe you might, uh, be, maybe you might be better off just gauging a little bit to the higher spectrum of that. So on the, around the 60 grams of carbs per hour, um, and then, yeah, just what I have to practice is breakfast, breakfast, lunch, dinner, make sure I get that time in between. So they say breakfast on before training runs and on race day should be on training runs like an hour and a half to two hours race day, anywhere from two and a half to four hours, depending on how good your stomach is. And, um, yeah, because, uh, that's more or less the good time, enough time for your body to break those down. Um, give that glycogen, uh, glyc gly I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> get that fuel to your muscles and get them ready to go, uh, which is uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I just got to start practicing, man. So on breakfast, I've been really sketchy sometimes. Sometimes I just jump up and down. I don't know what to do. Well, I dried cereal on Wednesday and I never eat cereal. Never. Never eat cereal for breakfast. I'm telling you guys. But my usual breakfast, my usual go-to breakfast, which I never have stomach issues with, is like a granola bar, banana, some coffee, and a Red Bull. So, um, I'm a caffeine dude and I like my caffeine and a cup of coffee really doesn't do it for me. So I just add it, but the Red Bull has some, it's basically just taking some extra calories and a little extra jolt of energy might go with it as well. So I think, uh, I'll stick to that breakfast. It's about, um, I don't know, let's say about the granola bar is probably 190 banana will be somewhere around 110. Uh, the coffee won't have, I drink my coffee black with a sweetener, one sweetener. So it really doesn't have any calories. And then a, uh, the Red Bull is about 110 calories. So I'll say 190, 110, let's say 300 plus 110. That's around 410 calories, around two and a half hours to four hours prior to a training run or a, um, or a, um, a race, which I don't think is bad. That's, that's actually pretty decent. Um, actually a good breakfast i'm just thinking about it now and i'm pretty hungry <laughs> um but yeah i think uh before that breakfast so that breakfast that whole um should at least try to aim for like a hundred grams of carbs i believe and um avoid any high fat or high fiber high protein foods just so my body does it because it takes extra time for your stomach to break those down and I think um, if I give it nice, clean carbohydrates, I think it'll be fine. It'll be good. I can give it low. Like, it, I can be low protein, like, just a little bit here and there. But just nothing too drastic that it'll, it'll give my stomach issues that I'll deal with while I'm out there uh, basically putting in that work. So, um, yeah, drink fluids right before I go for my run. You know, drink about, I don't know, anywhere from, like, 12 to... 16 18 ounces in that two and a half just sip on water here and there you can check your pee if you want to just take a pee before you go if you want to check the color i do this more often than not just because i like making sure i'm staying hydrated just if you're looking for a light colored 
um, P. Little yellow, still light colored, there's none, just nothing dark. A little on the lighter side and you're fine. That means you're well hydrated and you're good to go. Um, so pre-race, pre-race you would take, uh, normally I would take a gel 15 minutes before and I'm sticking to it because it feels good for me when I'm out there. That gel just hits where it needs to and um, basically that gel is getting used while I'm running already. So that is uh, actually part of my race um, nutrition, inside my race day nutrition. So that's gel number one if we're saying we're starting the race. So for me, it would be 15 minutes prior. And then I'll just be sipping on water here and there, just, you know, a few swigs anytime I can, just to make sure I am staying, um, not, I'm not overhydrating where I make it an issue and start dealing with uh, having to go pee right before the race or or basically when the, <laughs> when the gun goes off, which happened to me my first Miami half marathon, not this year, but the, the year prior, um, as soon as I got over that first, like the MacArthur Causeway Bridge, there's a porta potty right on the right, and I had to hit that one immediately. So, um, yeah, just sip on water. And then uh, during my run, long runs, basically these will be my long runs, medium long, I'll say anywhere from basically my long runs. I have to practice it, whether my long run lands on a Saturday or Sunday, because I know this training plan kind of jumps up and down on which day my long runs are sometimes. Um, uh, I'm going to be taking my nutrition along the ride just so I can practice and, and my stomach will adapt. I know it will as long as I give it, as long as I stay consistent, I know I'll be okay. Um, so yeah, uh, during it'll be, once again, aiming for 30 to 60 grams of carbs per hour. Um, avoiding that high fiber, high fat, high protein. Uh, I'm not going to over drink. Basically try not to take too much uh, liquid in while I'm running. And don't under drink basically and I'm not gonna try to take an excessive uh, sodium or electrolyte or electrolytes in that uh, while I'm running so I am going to try to pick one or the other and try to get my sources um, if I can from one source so what I have to decide basically my big factor right now before I start doing any of this um, or deciding what I'm going to take while I run is whether I'm going with more of a gel or more solids or liquids or if I'm going to do tailwind, or if I'm just going to do spring energy the whole time and water, but I have to, I have to, that's what I have to figure out right now. And I'll, I'll get to it by, by the time I go on my long run this Sunday, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to, I'm going to have to decide because that decision has to come uh, more or less right around now. So I can start uh, adapting and, and getting used to it. And then the, what else? Uh, and then, yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm running. Just stay consistent with that. Make sure for the amount of time I'm running, I'm basically refueling myself so I don't bunk and I don't crash when I'm out there trying to get these miles in and trying to get that progress in. Because I may be dealing with heat and I know in Miami it's hot and that's why I've been going on a few of my runs at nighttime and um, basically a few of them on the treadmill. But but um, I think crazy weather like this makes you a stronger runner. You just have to do it smart and you have to do it appropriately. And, and, and I think I'm going to avoid wednesday's predicament at the track i shouldn't be doing that at all especially while i'm training or while i'm just trying to run like that and that's on me that's completely i am the only one to blame for it on like when it comes to what happened on wednesday and i am the only one that can make sure that doesn't happen again um while i'm training or while i'm racing period and then afterwards you know post race or post run you just enjoy in moderation if you put in the work just make sure you get in um, usually I like to do like a three to one ratio from a carbohydrate to protein ratio, just so I can, the protein is to allow the muscles to recover. So they have some energy to take from, so they can build and recover for the next bat. 
at bat to cover for the next at bat. But the carbs is just to replenish everything I've been burning, um, and that I continue to burn after I still run. So you know, it's just to get me right and get me nice and healthy so I can recover properly. Because ultimately, if I, um, I <laughs> you train every day. And in order for you to feel good and be able to give it your best and hit the splits you want and do it, you have to feed your body appropriately. And that is why I am, I deep dove into this type of information because I felt like it was appropriate and I needed to get it right and fine tune everything, man. Um, so yeah, so now that I've told you more or less where I'm going to start um, really emphasizing on taking in all this, I want to talk about my normal, in general, like daily caloric intake and 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 macros if you will um based upon my weight and the information that i had to dive into and i, I found a few calculators online and things like that um, where i was able to uh, just try to more or less gauge the grams and everything i'm taking in so that i can just be more aware and be more conscious of the fuel that i'm giving myself so um calorie needs for my body weight and for the um basically yeah so the kcals that I burn and shit, so it should be anywhere from 3,100 calories to around 3,600 calories, 3,700 calories, more or less around there. I'm usually around the lower spectrum, like, I don't know, maybe 28, 2,900 calories on a daily basis. That's more or less where I lie, but, um, you know, who knows? Maybe that 200, 300 calorie difference is the whole, well, would make the whole difference when it comes to recovery and, and allowing myself to progress more um and not have these crashes and bonks throughout the days and shit and then uh so those are my caloric needs uh carb needs seven to ten grams per kilogram of my body weight so that's around 539 grams to 770 grams of carbohydrate needs for my body weight my protein needs is 1.2 to 1.4 grams per kilogram of body weight so that's around 90 grams to 105 grams of protein a day on a daily basis and then my fat needs is around 20 to 35 percent of my total calorie of my total calories which is ranges around um 627 calories to around 1100 uh calories of fat which i will most likely be around the lower spectrum of that one or somewhere around like 750 more or less around there um Cause I do like my carne asada, my churrasco, and you know the fat is the best part, dude. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. And I, the reason why I wanted to get this information is because I felt like um, I see the progress when I'm out there running. It's not I am not blind to that. I see the splits. I know I can. I know the engine feels great. I know uh, my legs are getting stronger, but. Um, I think that only do so much. I think it takes a lot. And, and nutrition, I think, is, is a huge part of it. Um, maybe maybe just as or a little more... Or just, yeah, just as or a little more important than the actual um, uh, workouts and things that I do. So um, I hope it helped. I hope this is helpful to somebody. If not, then maybe I'm just venting <laughs> to myself. Or I'll have this as like a, a nice reminder to go back to see if I'm... You know, making sure I'm sticking to everything, everything that I wanted to talk about, basically, and everything that I wanted to uh, implement on my everyday life and my training life. So I think it's good. So, um, damn, damn, that was pretty, pretty good. 
I guess we can do my running log. Let's just jump into it and do the running log for this uh, last week of running. Um, so last time we spoke was Wednesday. All right, so Thursday was July 4th, which it was. Oh, happy. I, th I think I said happy Independence Day to everybody. But if I didn't, happy Independence Day to you guys. Happy late Independence Day. Hope you guys spend it with loved ones, the family. You guys really, really, really enjoyed it because I, um, I did. I actually spent it as like a bum. All day relaxing, getting my legs up. I was pretty tired, to be honest with you. But um, it was nice for me. I can't complain. Friday was five up-tempo miles, um, which was great. So I started around seven minutes per mile and worked my way to a little under marathon uh, goal pace, around 638 uh, per mile on that last mile. So I really can't complain. I did about two miles warm up prior to that with some stride repeats in there and then a two mile cool down at the end of that. So uh, Friday turned around nine miles total. Um, Saturday was a 5K, an easy 5K. Um, yeah, nice and easy 5K. I, I think I averaged around 850 or 849 per mile on that 5K. And then Sunday, so I had my cousin came from Orlando and um, Sunday was a long run day and I was supposed to do uh, 12 miles, 12 to 14. And then I only did two and a half and I had intentions and plans to go later on in dates. I split it into two runs, but I didn't spend time with my cousins. And then I just decided not to go for it. Um, and I felt really bad. I felt really bad for not doing it because I know, or maybe it's, it's not true, but for me, a long run is, is one you don't skip. That is one that is crucial, especially in this marathon build. And, uh, I felt bad for it. And, uh, but um, it won't happen again, man. It's just priority and making time, you know, adjusting the time. There's, I personally don't think there's enough <laughs> enough hours in a day. But if you do it, um, if you do it with a little bit of uh, tweaking here and there, you might be able to squeeze everything in. And I just, uh, I didn't do enough tweaking on Sunday. But uh, I am making it a point to make sure that doesn't happen again. And we'll just keep moving from there. Yeah, Monday was an off day after that. So after that was Monday. And then Tuesday was um, some easy miles. I think I did six miles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, six miles. And yeah. And here we are talking Wednesday. So it's all good, people. It's all good, man. I can't complain. I'm back at it again with a new perspective. And I think this nutrition information is really going to pay dividends and stuff. Um yeah, so tidbits of wisdom for you guys. Hard work. Hard work every day. Do not skip it. There's no reason for you not to put in work. I am telling you. I'm telling you. I know you hear it not just from me. You hear it from everybody. And all the sayings around Facebook and all the memes and all the messages popping out everywhere where that when talent doesn't show up, um, hard work does or hard work perseveres. Dude, it's true. It's true regardless. There's no reason. If somebody's more talented than you or better at you at something, that is fine. But there's no reason why they should work harder than you at all. Trust me. You put in that work, I guarantee you'll see results eventually. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be today. It may not be the day after. It may not be a week from now. But I guarantee you, I promise you, I promise you, you'll see them. I promise you, you'll see results. Just keep at it. Keep at it. Don't fucking quit. Believe in yourself. And, and keep going <laughs> keep running one foot in front of the other always people once again thank you guys for tuning in this is episode 52 of the podcast 
Follow me on Instagram, guys, at Frank the Running Tank. The podcast Instagram is at Runner Under the Influence Podcast. On Twitter is F the Running Tank. I love you all. Peace, love, and positivity. Keep on running. Let's go.